0: This podcast is rated off for of realness. Explicit fucking content.
1: What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 128 of the Basic Bookers Podcast. If you don't know, I'm Therese, the man with the iron liver and the silver tongue. Don't get it
0: twisted. Here's my bro, Broken Basement Jare. You do not refer to me that way. I am the champion of the world. Also, John Cena in the streets. Dean Ambrose in the sheets. That basement jerk, if you're nasty. The reigning, defending, Heavyweight champion of the world. I also have my very own sneakers.
1: I cannot believe...
0: My name. You have...
1: Sneakers that say Champ Jer on them.
0: I do. I do
1: indeed. And I I will share... I saw them. I saw them. You gotta post a picture.
0: Indeed. I will share them on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Not a work. They're there. When you go to there, you will see the majesty. And they are, of course, in smack-down blue and white. The brand I represent. And black and red. There's a lot of fucking colors on there. That sounds like I taste something in the air. This grape-flavored haterade spewing forth from your mouth. Shame on you. It's funny
1: you say grape flavor, because I had Red Bull Blue yesterday for the first time, and it tastes just like Diamond
0: the old Dime Cat. Red Bull is gross. Red Bull is the drink of commoners. We obviously don't drink the same things. No, no we do not. You are incorrect. For last week you came into my domicile with berry ice sparkling water. I did? I drink that as well.
1: Well, I brought it to mix with my vodka. That does not change the drink. Alright, so we drink one of the same thing. Two of the same thing, because I also drink regular water. You could just say water.
0: You don't have to say it's regular, because water, water is water.
1: Thank you for saying water, not
0: water. Water. H20. No, it's an O, not a zero. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. (laughs) Ricard, please. I am the champion of the world. I hate Matt Hardy for this. I am the champion of the world. I am the champion of the world. You are Ricard. You are Jean-Luc Ricard II. (laughs) That is my intellectual property. I have labeled you. That is not
1: your own intellectual.
0: You cannot comedy. even pronounce intellectual. I can't because I'm laughing at you. No, you are not laughing at me. I'm you I'm are laughing with your, making, your own ignorance. You're making me laugh. I'm laughing at you. I make the world feel good. In many ways. <sighs> many, many ways. Are you ready for your vegetables? Down the hatch. Please. Please present us with vegetables, and I swear, if I find one Brussels sprout, you will be wearing said vegetables all over your face, neck, and chest. Well, there, there's a piece of good news Along for you. Along with the realness.
1: There's a piece of good news in there for you. I'm going to save that for last. Please. Uh, we shall on. see. Ah, those as I haven't heard, Billy Corgan is now the new president of Impact Wrestling, while Dixie Carter is now the chairman and chief strategy officer. Here are the differences. Billy Corgan will be responsible for leading the day-to-day operations for Impact Wrestling and its affiliated brands. As chairman, Dixie Carter is going to focus on long-term planning, strategic
0: partnership, and global growth. What does a pumpkin smasher know of being president of a wrestling company? It's more than Dixie Carter, I guess. He has a very strange head.
1: He does. It's very His well. hand is purple a little purplish. It's a Port Weinstein, as
0: they call it. Ah, yes. He is a drunkard as well. Spilling no. his drink upon his hands no, like some sort of commoner. Yeah, he should not waste alcohol like that. This means nothing. This feels like he's like a TV president. And making it real? No, this is real. That's the really real. Not real like realness.
1: Not quite. Speaking of Impact Wrestling, Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Damian Sandow, debuted there this week uh, under the name
0: Aaron Rex. Then you will not call him Aaron Stevens. You will call him Aaron Rex. Yeah, I forgot to go in and switch. Shame on you. You must
1: respect his name. Aaron Rex. I do not appreciate... With 1A, so it's not to be confused with A.A. Ron. I do not appreciate that last name.
0: Rex? Yes. Like king in Espanol? No. King in Espanol is Rey, not rex. Sorry, Latin. Rex is Latin, yes. Close. Which is what all languages do branch from. I know this because my great, 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 greatest grandfather most likely spoke some variation of it.
1: All the Slavic languages and the Germanic languages did not derive from
0: Latin, so... You know my lineage. There is no Germanic or slobbering involved. We are refined. It was preordained that I would become champion of the world. Took you long enough, huh? Great things take time, Ricard. You would know this. And I, so hasty, had a long run as champion. You know, it was only a little over a hundred years ago where this country thought it was okay to own people. You see, time is relative. It's very relative. Your reign was two seconds. You are in a golden age right And yours now. is even less, so... Even more than less. Please continue with your vegetables. Oh, I hate this. So far... Fuck you, Matt Hardy. We are pleased. We are pleased. With what we have served. Good. Here's some bad news for you. Shelton
1: Benjamin announced that he is not returning to WWE... At the moment. He has to have surgery on a torn rotator cuff.
0: That is what we call a bitch move. You see, were it I... I would take... some ibuprofen... and... what's that thing that you wrap around... Duct tape! tape. upon my rotator cuff. And I would be good to go. What happened was... he didn't know it was that serious...
1: When he went for his WWE physical, they said, no, nah, not happening. We're not clearing you. Hmm. Gotta get that taken care of. I've had physicals before.
0: That's when the doctor hits your knee to check your reflex. And you also receive shots. Shots? Not shots? of the inebriated alcoholic type. Damn. But needles. They could not pierce my skin. They had to weaken me with a lollipop.
1: This is a true story. I hate Matt Hardy. Joey Styles was released from WWE due to his negative public opinion of their push of one Mr. Roman
0: Reigns. I would like to state my displeasure because when our forefathers, all four of them, Created this country. They had a lot of bullshit rules. Which
1: which forefathers are they?
0: Ah, yes, four. George Washington. Mm -hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Jesus Christ. And, of course, John Cena. Now, they said that these truths were self-evident. That any man may speak his mind. Even if it is... Anti-Roman Reigns. Look it up. It's in the Constitution. No. Then take my word. Um, no. Here's a rumor. Okay, what? Never mind. Here's a rumor.
1: There is some speculation going around that the Cruiserweight title will debut during the live finale of the ongoing Cruiserweight classic... And which will be on the WWE Network Wednesday, September 14th from fucking wholesale. Yeah. So, more titles. Well, you knew there was going to be a Cruiserweight title if they
0: were interested in a Cruiserweight division. We still do not have a women's championship. Mm-hmm. And Raw does not have... SmackDown does not have tag team championships.
1: And Raw doesn't have a world championship at the moment.
0: Yes, but the plans were set in motion. Yes. At SummerSlam, there will be a Universal Remote Holding Champion. Universal Champion means that he can defend the title anywhere, at any time, at any place, and function on any television set.
1: That's One other piece of news, if we care about Buff Bagwell's lawsuit.
0: Nobody, including Buff Bagwell's mother, Judy, Yes, we all know. We all know. Huh. Are you ready for the good news? Get your hands out of my face. You are in my barrier. Are you ready for your good news? Champion of the world. It's good news to you personally. Me personally? The champion of the world? Basement chair. Yes, Basement chair. I'm waiting. Okay, well you gotta
1: say yeah. You're ready for the good news.
0: See, unlike you, I play a lot. I enjoy. So say yes. I seek to bury you. Get excited about the good news. I am constantly excited. I can only keep it at a certain level. WWE has partnered with Loot Crate
1: to introduce, quote, the first WWE Slam Crate. It's a new bi-monthly crate providing fans with exclusive and authentic WWE products and content. You, Basement chair. find out more at lootcrate.com slash WWE.
0: I am sorry to disappoint. You don't like this? You love this? I stuff. am already subscribed to a Marvel Collectors Core. That has taken up enough of my funds. I cannot subscribe to two. It would be too much money. The double-edged sword. So unless they guarantee wrestling-themed Funkos, I cannot. I cannot connect. I
1: think it all but guarantees that we should check out com slash wv later. Are you
0: trying to get sponsors? I'm not. I like it. I think it's a great idea. I'm sorry, you do not know how this game works. First, basement J would like to say we would love a sponsorship by the Loot Crate because you, if you sponsored by Loot Crate, get it free. Every month, instead of bi-monthly, even. No, it's bi-monthly. Loot Crate itself is monthly. If it's bi-monthly, they're probably going to charge.
1: Dooper. Why would that be? You're getting half as much stuff.
0: No, you would get double. No, you get half
1: as much. Bimonthly every other month.
0: Yes, but you would have to get more more things. Theoretically,
1: but there's no confirmation of that. Then why and would so I going not lo-
0: just get a monthly? Because that's how they're doing it, bimonthly. That is why it is not good the way you say it. That is why you will get more things bimonthly. Because I currently subscribe to a bimonthly Loot Crate type thing. And I get a lot of things.
1: Well, we'll see when we go to the website. Look, Ricard, I know
0: you lost. But you do not... You do not need to walk around with a chip on your shoulder. i to talk about a chip on my shoulder? Yes. This week's Raw. Oh. The program, yours? No. That you wrote at the last minute? No, the program
1: on the USA Network. Oh, your show? No. Yes. Because
0: you are a writer for Raw, I'm
1: you not a take ra- ownership of the TV Raw. No. the one written by fucking Ed Kosky, starring Mick Foley and Shane McMahon. That one. They were barely in it. That Mick Foley-Daniel Bryan segment? Fucking pointless. Completely useless. All it did was set up a second match for Cesaro. It didn't do shit. Completely fucking pointless. What else about Raw? It was it, it, it was really really bad this week. Fucking the Puff Daddy thing. No. Uh let's see what else. Bad, bad, just bad. Golden Truth and Scooby Doo. No. And Rusev saying he's a ready champion and everything. They're stealing that shit from me, from my Raw.
0: I will get into stealing, and my anger, you will feel the wrath. You asked for it.
1: What do you think of Raw? Did I hit all the shit points for you?
0: Well, I am a person ever since I've become champion of the world, which you were there for because I soundly defeated you. I've become a chalice half-full person. You see, Raw had some good points. I got to see Lana's face full of cake. I got to see Roman Reigns kinda sorta maybe be himself. In a way. I got to see Rusev be really angry. He's good at that. Now, what I did not like was, I believe they aired the Seth Rollins segment and the Finn Balor segment at the wrong time. Because, first is Seth talking about how he knows the real Finn Balor, and then he explains the demon stuff. But then they play the pre-taped Finn Balor thing. And he's like, saying, Oh, you don't know. You don't know me, but did you know my name means this? Yeah, he does. Cause he said it. He said it in the, in the, in the beginning segment part. That it was aired out of order. Yep. That too. I don't remember anything else. Because it was three hours long. Of shit. Mind you, I watched it the day after, so I fast-forwarded most of it. It was a three-hour fucking turd. Yes, and I made it into 45 minutes. Wow. Yes. That's how much of it I did not enjoy. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Be jealous. (sighs) Nah, that's not it. I survived it all. With my dignity intact. Pound. I do not want to touch that. Pound! Hand. It's condensed. Can you just give me your fist instead of your beard? It's malt liquor, damn it. Touch fist with me.
1: Fucking... <laughs> what would you think about the Cruiserweight Classic this week?
0: You'd be happy to know that I did not see it.
1: Dude, you missed two really fucking awesome matches. I
0: will be watching it tomorrow. It will be glorious. It will be. It will be. Yes. Why didn't you watch it? I didn't at that time. I was writing an episode of Smackdown. <laughs> and it is... rant-worthy. And we will discuss it... Your episode of Smackdown? After I read my episode of Smackdown. So shall I get to my episode of Raw then? Unless you have any more gripes about Raw. No. That was it, but it was, just, it was so bad. The structure will be raw complaint, your raw, reaction to your raw, suggestions. Should we do suggestions? No. I do not wish to do suggestions because that is your intellectual property. That's right. And then we will do SmackDown complaint, not much of those, spoilers, and then SmackDown. Okay. Just so the listener knows path. But before we get into that, the Olympics. Do you like Olympics?
1: What is airing on whatever channel now is not the Olympics. You know why it's not the Olympics? Because there is no wrestling. There's no wrestling. It's the original fucking Olympic sport. You know what they have? Ping pong. Table. Let's go by there. Their term table tennis, is it not ping-pong? It's the same fucking thing, you know? Except they're really, really serious about it. Yes,
0: well. I brought this up to uh Do you know To get me heated, is that why? Who Michael of Phelps is? Yeah, I know. He has broken many, many records. In 200 years of Olympics, these world records have never been broken. And he's done these. He swam around. Have you seen his feet? They're fins. No, but I'm sure you have seen his feet.
1: They're fucking fins. Quite intently. They're fins. Are they? They're like giant Do fucking you enjoy flippers. enjoy them more or less? No, I think it's an unfair advantage. His feet are like fucking giant flippers.
0: Yes, the whole point of this was... He may have 12 gold medals. One for. 13 now. One for every month of the year.
1: 13 now.
0: Yes, one yeah. for every month of the year.
1: And he has a chance of winning another one
0: tomorrow. One for every month of the year. There's the 12 months, and then there are the two bonus months it's March and September. Yes. Now. I say this because he can collect all the metals, these little golden baubles he wants. But there is only one champion of the world. Just one. And all I did, I made a good guess. And I will be the champion again and again. I also have my own sneakers. He does not have his own sneakers. His name are not on his footwear.
1: Do you know the Olympians don't get paid?
0: No. They get sponsorships, maybe. Sponsorships, and only for the highest caliber ones. This Michael of Phelps and some of these gymnasts who are quite talented. With their jumpy, flippy things. But no... They are not champions of any world. No, please. Give us
1: the Raw. Before I get to Raw, I have an apology. Uh, to whom? My bracket to the fans of Riz's Raw. Ah oh, yes. There's a slight mix-up in the bracket. But it's okay.
0: Your mother has subscribed. ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Alright,
1: last week on Raw, we had the beginnings of a number one potential contendership tournament, where the winner of the tournament will face Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, which is next week. Next time we have an episode reading. Um, And the winner of that will be the number one contender to the WWE Championship. So, Kevin Owens beat Titus O'Neil to advance. Kalisto beat Hideo Itami to advance. Mojo Rawley beat Tommaso to advance. Jack Swagger beat Heat Slater. Zack Ryder beat Darren Young. Johnny Gargano beat The Ryback. AJ Styles beat Sin Cara. And Shinsuke Nakamura beat Austin Aries. Also last week... The main event was, for the Women's Championship, Sa- Sasha Banks vs. Asuka. And Sasha got distracted when Nikki's music hit, and she and Alicia Fox ran down to ring side to distract her, and Sasha got caught in the Asuka lock. So Asuka is still undefeated, and still the
0: Women's World Champion. Excellent, so we are caught up and ready to penetrated. By your stories. Also, the
1: Lana Joe storyline, the Rusev Joe storyline continued. Mm-hmm. I should have
0: prefaced. I'm talking. Mentioned the things that are included in this episode that are followed up on. All those <laughs> things are followed up on here? Yes. Okay. Because this tournament's really important.
1: As is the women's championship, as is finding out who's going to be the WWE champion.
0: Oh, yes. So. Not to be confused with the Universal Champion. That's right. What a stupid. Terribly stupid.
1: So. Episode 3. Kevin Owens opens the show. Ranting about how he deserves to have his tournament match first. So he can be fresh for the semifinals later on in the night. Because everyone in wrestling has to have two matches to advance. He says he deserves it because he beat John Cena in his first match in WWE. He had the best first year in the company since Brock Lesnar. Uh... Johnny Gargano comes out, his opponent for the evening, his first opponent, and says that for once he agrees with Kevin Owens' logic, since that would give him time to rest before his semifinal match. Owens calls him a joke like all the other indie darlings, and Gargano mentions how Owens himself was an indie standout. By this time, Gargano's in the ring with him, as is a ref. JoJo gets on the microphone and says, per the order of me, the general manager, this match will start now and she makes the introductions. At first, of course, Kaganos' speed and agility are too much for Owens, but Owens comes back with speed and power, getting the win with the pop-up bomb after about 10 minutes. Commercial. Back from commercial, Michael Cole shows the updated brackets, with Kevin Owens set to face the winner of the next match, Kalisto versus Jack Swagger. Kalisto opens up with a flurry, but Swagger shuts him down with his power. Kalisto keeps coming back, Rallying a few times before hitting the SDS Salida del Sol, if you will, seemingly out of nowhere for the win. How dare you? Gosh, what? Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh are shown backstage preparing for their match. Tom Phillips asks how they're going to get through a match versus each other. Mojo's too hyped to even answer, so Zack Ryder tells him that as a team they're bros, but individually, with a potential shot at the world title on the line, it's just business. At the end of the match, they'll bro-hug it out, and the winner buys the rounds at the club. Woo-woo-woo, you know it. They each come out to their own solo interest music. Before the match, they shake hands and pound, then they start laying into each other. It's hard-hitting, fast-paced match where, ultimately, Mojo Rawley trips up Zack Ryder when he goes for the Broski boot, then hits the pounce for the win, which is, you know, that running shoulder block movie does. It's the pounce, if you remember Marcus Corvan. Do you? I'll okay, it. Post-match, just like Zach predicted, they bro-hugged it out and walked to the back together. Gosh. AJ Styles is being interviewed by Tom Phillips, telling him that AJ vs Nakamura is a pay-per-view main event anywhere in the world. He puts Nakamura over as a legend in New Japan, but this is RAW. It's just AJ's house. Nakamura walks up and simply tells him to bring it while making one of his goofy Nakamura faces. As the main event of the quarterfinals, AJ vs. Nakamura absolutely lives up to the hype. Counter after counter, spot for spot. The end comes when AJ is knocked off the top rope and Nakamura hits the Kinshasa for the win. That's the end of the quarterfinals. So, the semifinals is going to have Owens vs. Kalisto and Nakamura versus Mojo Rusev and Lana come out to nuclear heat, saying the tournament will go no further until Samoa Joe comes out and takes his punishment like a man. He's a coward for attacking him from behind, something that nobody from Mother would ever do. Joe comes up on the Tron from the garage, standing in front of an expensive-looking sports car. Rusev shouts at him to get away from his car. Joe marvels at how nice it is and says it would be a shame if anything were to happen to it. Then he walks off camera. Rusev, of course, runs to the back with Lana in tow. The camera follows Rusev, and when he gets there, he finds that Joe let all the air out of the tires. Meanwhile, Joe casually smil- strolls into the arena with the NXT title on his shoulder. He grabs the mic and says he would never do anything to harm a work of art like that car. Rusev, on the other hand, when he gets his hands on him at SummerSlam next week, he'll tear him limb from limb. Rusev runs back to the ring, but is gassed from running back and forth, and Joe quickly sets him up for the muscle buster and hits it. Pooh! What's up, what's that? Semifinals match number one. Kevin Owens comes out, taunting Kalisto, telling him to hurry down to the ring. Kalisto comes down, hits the trampoline spot, but Owens super kicks him as he's about to land. Ref checks him out, says he's, and Kalisto's insisting he's good to go. The ref reluctantly calls for the bell, and Owens puts him away pretty quickly with the Papa Powerbomb. Sasha comes into my office to demand a match <laughs> with Nikki or Foxy, she doesn't care who, and a rematch for the Women's World Championship. I tell her that she has to choose between getting back at Nikki and Foxy for costing her the, the Women's Championship, or the title match, she can't get both. She counters by asking for a triple threat match for the Women's World title at SummerSlam next week versus Oscar and either Nikki or Foxy. Their choice. I ask her if that's what she really wants, and she says yes. Booked
0: it. You wrote it after. What what does booked it mean? I booked it. Okay. I booked the match.
1: Okay. I thought I'm agreeing match. on air that I'm booking it. Oh. Uh, that's your character. Yeah, my character is saying booked it. Which is you. Yeah, but it's my character. Okay. Like you, Mr. Baseman J. I do not sound that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, by the way, commercial. Mojo runs down to the ring all hyped up with Zack Ryder in tow. Nakamura comes down to the typical fanfare. Mojo outpowers him early, but Nakamura, of course, weathers a storm, and eventually, Mojo runs face first into a Kinshasa. Post match, Ryder comes into the ring to console Mojo. Then he attacks him, shouting about he took his opportunity and wasted it, that he could have beaten Nakamura. He hits the broski boot, then rams uh, Mojo's leg into the ring post repeatedly. Boo! Bromance over.
0: Boo!
1: Oh, So next week, at SummerSlam, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens, with the winner facing Seth Rollins for the number one contendership. Asuka defends her Women's World Championship versus Sasha, and either Nikki or Alicia Fox. And the Raw main event of SummerSlam, Samoa Joe versus Rusev to determine the WWE Heavyweight Champion. So...
0: Does that mean Rusev still the United States Champion if he loses? Yes. And the
1: NXT Championship will become the WWE Championship. And have higher status. Hmm. Hmm. But if Rusev wins, Joe is still the NXT champion, Rusev becomes the WWE champion. A lot of
0: wrestling on this episode of Raw. It's good. Right? Still can't get over you being the GM though, no.
1: it's I'm 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 sorry if <laughs> I'm sorry if I thought to write myself in. I know. I, was... I had to I had to put a character In place with goals and ideals that are not questionable. Ideals. Ideal ideals, if you will. But does it have to be you?
0: I'm the only person I can think of. You're the only person you can think of. Yeah. Your entire roster of picks, you're the only one you can think of. What am I going to pick? I'm going to do
1: something weird, like pick AJ Lee like they did that one time? That was... Out of the blue, she's not on your thing. She's not on yours either.
0: No, she's not. I have
1: AJ Styles, it's close. It's, He's almost got right her hair. It's
0: too different. No, he doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. You're insulting. Yeah, she's not a soccer mom. What a fantastic episode of Raw! So much wrestling. Kevin Owens is still a son of a bitch. <clears throat> I have to get into Smackdown mode. See, because I am an artist. (laughs) And I must put out and humble myself. I must remove the fact that I am champion of the world when I'm sharing this content. You mean talk normal? Know that I've written this at the last minute. Not as much thought was put into this as I usually have a week or more of sitting on the train to and fro my work. This is Smackdown Episode 3, originally subtitled The Road to Bad Blood, which I will explain and rant on at length after the reaction from my co-host, Rick Hard, i. I. Jean-Luc Ricard. Aye, aye. Very good. You know the label I have given you. This show opens with a video package, highlighting the events that went down on last week's episode. Highlights include Dolph Ziggler's change in attitude, the highlight reel altercation between Roman Reigns, Triple H, and Christopher Jericho, Charlotte leaving and escaping with both of the money-filled briefcases, Q theme song. Segment one. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose returns to Smackdown. Now, normally when I write an episode, it's complete with full dialogue. Again, I was rushed. By myself. So, please forgive me. Dean Ambrose is back from vacation. He says he was out at the Burning Man Festival getting in touch with his inner lunatic and is looking forward to some fighting. He'll wrestle anyone. He'll wrestle any man. Alligator, gorilla, bear, or mantar. It doesn't matter because he's got the itch and he needs to scratch it right now. Randy Orton hits an RKO out of nowhere. Don't. Ambrose is laid out. Segment two. Page defeats Billy Kay with the PTO. Segment 3. Renee Young catches up to Randy Orton in the backstage area. She asks the Viper about his unprovoked attack on Dean Ambrose. Unprovoked? Renee, last week, it was announced for all the world to see that I would be making my return tonight. What does Dean Ambrose do? He comes back from vacation. Tries to upstage me. Renee... I am a third generation superstar, the youngest world champion in WWE history. Renee, I am the legend killer. And if he thinks he's just going up, Randy is jumped from behind by Dean Ambrose, who hits him with a dirty deeds right on the floor. Dean steps over Randy and takes his place in Renee's interview. Oh hey Renee. Sup. Dean Ambrose walks off. Nice Break for commercial. Segment four. As announced last week on SmackDown, John Cena vs. Sheamus in a street fight takes place. John Cena loses to Sheamus due to interference from Mark Henry who hits Cena with a steel pipe when they were fighting in the parking lot. Segment five. Yes. Becky Lynch. A clip is played from last week's episode of Charlotte blasting Liv Morgan in the back of the head with the briefcase. Ronaldo informs the viewers that Liv Morgan has a concussion and will not be able to compete until she is healthy. We wish her a speedy recovery. Becky Lynch is in the ring, and with her, she has two briefcases stacked on top of each other in the ring next to her, along with the Women's Championship. She says... She, quote, found, end quote, Charlotte's luggage at the airport and that she didn't really find any use for the clothes and stuff, but did find a use for this stuff as she gestures to the two briefcases and women's championship. Charlotte's music plays as she makes her way to the ring. Charlotte is irate. She's wearing a tap-out sweatsuit that obviously doesn't fit her well at all. She calls Becky a thief and demands she returns her property. Becky says, while she would love to return her belongings, she may or may not have donated them to Goodwill. So that's out, But she can't have the briefcases and her championship back. All she has to do is come into the ring and get them. Charlotte says she's not an idiot. She's a champ and she wants what's hers. She tells Becky to get out of her ring. Becky steps out, hands up, and mock surrender. Charlotte makes her way to the ring and says she's going to make sure all her money's there. Becky says she's hurt. That Charlotte doesn't trust her. That everything she earned is right there in that briefcase. Charlotte opens the case and her face is then sprayed with blue dye. Becky runs into the ring, and they brawl. Charlotte can't really see, so Becky has the upper hand. The officials rush to ringside to separate them, and it's chaos as we go to break. Segment 6. Triple H and Kane are on the up, you know, the area that's not backstage, but, like, the stage by the ramp. The stage. stage. At a podium. Stage. Stage. The Board of Directors have selected the matches that SmackDown will contribute uh, to this year's SummerSlam event. Only on the WWE network. For how much Kane? $9.99 And free for new subscribers. Uh, down to business. SmackDown has been given the main event at SummerSlam this year. And it is going to be for the Women's Championship. We make it history on SmackDown. Charlotte will defend her title against Becky Lynch in a winner takes all ladder match. Not only will the championship be on the line, but Charlotte's winnings from the match of the night two weeks ago. In case you're all wondering, Liv Morgan's half was returned to her in the interest of fairness, as she will be missing action for some time, and she did earn it. That's right, Kane. The tag team champions, uh, American Alpha, will defend their titles against Enzo and Cass. John Cena will face both Sheamus and Mark Henry in a handicap match. Since John Cena will be facing both men, he will be picking the Miz's opponent at SummerSlam. And it will be for the Intercontinental Championship. In the interest of fairness. Now, about the Heavyweight Championship. There will be a 10-man battle royal for the number one contender. And that starts right now. Segment 7 is a number one contender's battle royal. Winner faces off against Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. But are they really the winner? Participants include Dolph Ziggler Sammy Zane Randy Orton Luke Harper, Tyson Kidd, The Miz, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, and Chris Jericho. Now, if you'll notice the names, they have all won matches, most of them, from the past two weeks. That's what qualifies them. Elias Sampson runs in and takes out Sami Zayn. So he's eliminated. Randy Orton and Dean Ambrose are both eliminated at the same time by Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt. Orton starts yelling at Ambrose for causing him his his opportunity. Ambrose turns to walk away, but Orton turns him for an RKO, only to be shoved into the ring steps. They brawl to the backstage. Meanwhile, Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt team up to remove everyone else. They are the final two. They stare each other down. It looks like they're about to throw down. Bray Wyatt then smiles at Luke Harper. Luke Harper steps over the top rope and jumps to the floor. It is Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns for the heavyweight championship. Luke Harper re-enters the ring and takes a knee before Bray Wyatt, who stands with his hands... Went across like he's got the whole world in his hands. You remember that gimmick. Yep. As we fade to black. So many questions at the end of this SmackDown. What happens with Dean Ambrose and Randy Orton? Who will win the first ever headlined SummerSlam by two female competitors? Who will be the new tag team champions? Who is the Miz's competitor? How will John Cena defeat the world's strongest sellout and the world's whitest man? You will find this out at SummerSlam.
1: How many matches have you got at SummerSlam?
0: I have five. I brought this up to you when you wanted to have it to the linked pay per views, and you said it's fine, it'll just be extra long. I thought we would have the same amount of
1: matches, I might add a match.
0: Oh, you thought I was done adding matches? Very interesting. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Now I'd like to rant after you provide feedback. On this week's Rushed episode of Smackdown.
1: It's a good episode.
0: I liked it. Good. Sounds yeah, good. I think you're looking for another word that starts with G and ends in 8. Yes.
1: No, I don't have to collaborate.
0: Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Too short? I only have two hours.
1: I remember, I like the uh, Charlotte a little bit more than that. In yeah. the previous episode. Yeah, I had to write her out. Yeah.
0: I... It's the Becky Lynch show. You are half right. It's Becky Lynch and Charlotte show. Now, I want to explain why the subtitle to Smackdown Episode 3 was The Road to Bad Blood. If you recall a few episodes ago, there was a friendly heated argument between Rich Deriz and Basement Jair about me wanting my own pay-per-view. It was going to be called Bad Blood. The headline was going to be Charlotte vs. Becky Lynch for the Women's Championship winner takes all in a ladder match. There's a couple of reasons why I'm a little upset. First thing, I went onto Facebook today and saw a post from the UFC. They are trying to title their event this coming Saturday, August the 20th, which is next week, Nick Diaz, McGregor, Bad Blood. Oh. Which, if we were to do these episodes as frequently as I wanted to, I would have beaten them to the punch. I also wanted to have one Randy Orton versus Dean Ambrose in a hardcore match at the Bad Blood. There were to be many matches at Bad Blood. Feud-ending matches. But that's neither here nor there. You can't turn back the clock. At the time, I was not champion of the world. I am now. And I've learned a couple of things. You can't dwell on the past. You can't turn back time, no matter how much Cher wants you to. That is a dated reference. Check with the old people. Now, let's talk about SmackDown this week. The one that aired on USA. Ah. Yes, let's talk about the second-rate SmackDown. And that's not saying that SmackDown was bad. It's just that I believe in myself so much. I take pride on what me and my fictional superstars have accomplished. We are made inventing SummerSlam. With a women's title match. Now in the past I've been referred to as a chauvinist. I've been referred to as sexist. Look how forward thinking I am. Giving Becky Lynch the opportunity she richly deserves. Instead of being in pointless matches with talentless hacks like Eva... Marie First she's quote hurt. Then wardrobe malfunction How dare you? How dare you? She did wrestle one Alexa Bliss, who is another star on Basement Jair SmackDown. She's yet to have a match, but there are plans in the works. Fear not Alexa Bliss fans. She will get her chance. There's, there's but so much one can do with two hours and so many superstars. Because I was told today that Summerslam would be next, so I had to work. I had quick work to do, and I did so. Now, the Dean Ambrose stuff was cool. Bray Wyatt stuff was cool. Neat. As it were. Scooby-Doo kidnapping the Miz. Illegal. But good. That's funny. I really thought it would be Apollo Crews in the Scooby-Doo suit. But I was... Incorrect. We don't know. I think they should have just had him take off the head. Because he would have to take off the head to correctly fit into the car and steal it. True. Yes. That was, to me, a wasted opportunity. And, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not like he was locked in the van. I mean, it didn't look like it was sectioned off where you couldn't just climb across to the seats from the back.
1: Well, he was in the seat area banging on the door, if you look. Why didn't
0: he lift the, the lock? Uh, Child proof? Miz-proof locks. <laughs> I don't remember much else about SmackDown. But I do remember not liking that women's segment. American Alpha being challenged by all the tag teams. Interesting. I think American Alpha is probably going to be the first tag team champions of the blue brand. hope so. Uh, yeah. As far as women's champion, they might put it on I guess I'd put her on Alexa Bliss, because I'm looking at everyone. I want it to be Becky, but I like my Becky better, and I just, I don't understand why they can't get behind her. She's attractive. She's got an accent. She's got a good moveset. She's tough. She's tough. She's bloody tough. Oh, yeah, Carmella beat uh Charlotte. She tapped her, yeah, that yep. was cool.
1: uh was it the silence something
0: Code of silence, but all in all, eight out of ten I have to say about though, you know,
1: mm-hmm I like the slow burn they're doing with uh, introducing the new titles.
0: I don't. It's almost SummerSlam, and there's still no... There aren't no, SummerSlam. I understand that. But why are they fighting? There needs to be... To
1: raise their own profile for when they do introduce the new, the new titles.
0: You will not change my mind. It's my opinion. It's how I feel inside. Well,
1: don't they need something to do? Yeah, but what for? You know? That's the thing. That's... You, you fight for championships, but to eventually be to be in the conversation when the champion when the championship is introduced.
0: I still don't like it.
1: You can't build up a series of wins to put your, to get yourself over if that matches,
0: yeah, but if you're doing a show about wrestling, nobody's talking about getting over. Like that term isn't used on the show. You know I think, what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I think I think it's understood that there's eventually going to be one title, and that's why they're there. That's why they're doing stuff.
0: Yeah, but not. What about the casual fan? You're right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to drive. Home. I never
1: think about the casual fan.
0: It's rough. If you want, if you want. To succeed, you gotta get the the casual fans too. Mm-hmm. That's what was cool about Attitude Era. But, you know, it was, there was just something there, you know? Mm-hmm. It was edgy, it was cool. And I think that's, I think it's, I think that speaks to why it's difficult this day and age to do, quote, new. Things end quote, because the WWE's PG and a lot of things have been done already and we've seen that them trying to rehash things really doesn't work sometimes you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice, Mm -hmm. which is why you need outside the box thinking now, this is why it fills me with confidence That TNA is trying things. Now, I... The big step was final deletion. Mm -hmm. However, I haven't heard anything about follow-up.
1: I think Brother Nero is acting as Broken Matt Hardy's personal assistant.
0: Yes, because he is his intellectual property. The final deletion was explained that to be deleted that means he has he's taken his name. He is his intellectual property. He's taken his essence. Deleted. His plan is to have Brother Nero win the tag team championships on his own. The championships that he feels Broken that Hardy, that he feels he lost. That he cost them. Because he played around on his motorcycle. So mm. I'm just trying to update you on TNA.
1: That's interesting.
0: Now, with the introduction of Aaron Rex <laughs> and soon maybe Ryback, who I think is shopping around to New Japan, which if I was him, I'd go there and not TNA. For TNA's sake, because I think they're good right now.
1: On the indies, he's
0: known as the big guy. I hate it. There's a lot of big guys. I understand the... Mm -hmm. Like, there are many people out there calling themselves champion. They are not the heavyweight champion of the world. Isn't that right, Jean-Luc Picard? aye-aye? I, I? Yep. Right. I see you are getting warm. Which is why my eyes are up here. You will find you will cool <laughs> off if you stop staring at my package. I'm not. That is mine to open. You cannot have it. I'm not looking at it. Okay. I think I said what I needed to. I've expressed myself freely. Now, you mentioned that you had things to say about a certain Dean Ambrose interview. Let me preface this. It's actually pronounced preface. It's not.
1: Let me preface
0: this by saying... Preface. No.
1: I'm a big fan of Dean Ambrose. I have been since before he came to WWE. Speaking of, you were half masked. No. I showed... Oh, full mask. Holy no. cow. No. There were no masks. I showed you, Baseman Jer, his John Moxley shit. Are you done? No. I'm still in the preface. Preface. That interview with Steve Austin was simply rough to get through. The first half, it was a combination of Austin, like, having to pull teeth to get a straight or full answer out of him. Combined with what seemed like, it seemed like he was uncomfortable talking about himself. And, like, he couldn't get words out. He couldn't formulate his thoughts. So, it seems, I'm a huge fan of Dean Ambrose, I don't know, I don't know about this Jonathan good guy, you know, personally I don't think I care about him,
0: Dean Ambrose, big fan. I don't expect you to understand this, yes it was difficult, but I have formulated an opinion. Mm -hmm. of my own. And let me preface this. Preface. Preface this by saying, my one-time foe, Dean Ambrose, who continues to evade my challenges, and now that he is the WWE champion, champion of the WWE, the only one, maybe he's more comfortable between those four ropes. That's what it is. Very likely. And I can't pretend to know what it's like... To have... A camera in your face... Be one-on-one with one of the greatest... All-time greats... In professional wrestling. And... I picked up a lot from that interview. It was difficult for me to get through. Not gonna lie. I was a little disappointed. Because I've heard him speak... In interviews on podcasts, and they were great. The message was a good message. To do you. Do you. Because he's doing him. Do you. Do your thing. That, if you could take anything away, that works. That's the Ambrose character. At this point, I command Jean-Luc-Rickhard-I-I to tell you where to find the realness.
1: It's my week to edit, so it's your week to,
0: to go home. What's that? Look, don't beg. I will show you how to do this. First, you must like the Basement Booker's Facebook page on Facebook. Then, you will follow willingly at Basement Booker's because the both of us are Basement Booker's. And you too will be a Basement Booker when you click follow. Unofficially. Don't quote me on that. Then, of course, you may follow at RichThere Riz And last, but certainly not least, the reigning, defending champion of the world? Basement Jerry. That's basement. The way it said. J-E-R. That's it. There are no other letters in the tent, Twitter handle. I will like your tweets if they are worthy. If they be worthy, I may even retweet them to the 70 followers that I now have. 20 of which may not be human, but they will get them anyway. And then most importantly, you must subscribe on iTunes. The iTunes And then you will review. Five stars only. And please, when you are describing the magnificence and amazingitude of the champion of the world, do not grovel too much. It is unbecoming. It is. Now, a brief message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And when you do, do it as you. That's it. And do what the man
1: says. Follow the booker!